You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Anthony Cashman, joined by Jeffrey Flanagan, here to talk a little Royals of the new year and on the heels of that surprising Alex Gordon signing. And, of course, uh, Royals fan base is very fired up about that, deservedly so. And, uh, Jeffrey, uh, Jeffrey, if we would have gone into the winter saying the Royals re-sign Alex Gordon, I think that would have been a bold prediction, would it not? Yeah, it probably would have been, and um, it's really uh, it's certainly fired up the town. And uh, you know, once again, uh, Dayton Moore and his staff is having a pretty good off season. You know, getting Soria back and uh, getting Chris Young back, and and now of course the Alex Gordon signing, which uh, you know, honestly, we probably thought there was maybe a twenty twenty five percent chance that they'd be able to find the finances to do it. But uh, the way they backloaded the contract, uh, you know, Alex was, was willing to take twelve million the first year and. Uh, 16 and then 20 and 20 in the last three years. And uh, that allows, you know, Dayton to even have a little bit more wiggle room to go out and get another starter perhaps. Yeah, and that's uh, kind of where I was going to go with our, our first of these bold predictions for 16. Yeah, looking ahead of the rest of the hot stove season, what do you see happening uh, with regard to that search for a starter? Do they do they nail something down, uh, you know, from a guaranteed big league contract standpoint? Do they do something? Uh, more on the, the, the fringe, uh, take a chance on a guy kind of standpoint. What, what is your prediction for that spot in rotation? I, I predict they will find someone that we've totally forgotten about again, uh, <laughs> which is what they, it's kind of their MO, excuse me, um, kind of what they, what they did with uh, Wang last week, you know, a guy that you've, has been off your radar for a couple of years, he's been in the minors, and, and who knows if, if he'll be a success. But, you know, I tweeted out after that, you know, that, Going the Royals, he'll you know finish with a 3.23 ERA and fifth in the Cy Young voting because that's just who they are. That's what they do. They find these guys and pitching coach Dave Island, you know, finds some tiny mechanical thing and and suddenly the guy is you know a viable starter. And uh, Dayton Moore is very adamant about going into the season with uh, at least eight viable starters. Uh, he's probably at six or seven right now, so I fully expect that they'll get at least one more. It could be a you know, a cost-efficient guy, uh, four or five million dollars for a one-year deal or something like that, or like I mentioned, it could be just some guy that we've completely forgotten about uh, um, that maybe been out of baseball for a year or something like that, and, and suddenly, uh, you know, he's starting for the World Champions. You know, one reason the, the Alex Gordon signing was such a big deal and, and such an unknown going into the winter whether they'd be able to do it is obviously they're going to have a lot of. Uh, expensive raises and arbitration here coming up with some of their yep. core guys, you know, Kane, Bustakis, Hosmer. I want to focus on Hosmer, who, of course, you know, was touted as a legitimate, you know, MVP in the making uh, when he first came up to the big leagues. And, of course, he's had his ups and downs since then. Uh, last season definitely trended in the right direction. Uh, 18 homers, 33 doubles, 93 RBI. Uh, Gold Glove Award is third straight there. What are your expectations for Hosmer now? He's two years away from free agency. Obviously, you know, this is a guy who could be a premier target in free agency in a couple of years, and he wants to build up that value. And, of course, he's a linchpin of this lineup. What do you expect for Hosmer in the year 2016, Jeffrey? Well, that's probably going to be one of my bold predictions. Is I, I think he's just going to have a monster year, a breakout year, much like uh, Lorenzo Cain did last year. Uh, we didn't really didn't know. We still don't know Lorenzo Cain's ceiling, but he had a, you know, just a super year. And, and yes, uh, Haas definitely trend, trended in the right direction last year, but I think, and the Royal staff agrees that uh, he still has a pretty high ceiling too. We haven't seen, you know, the full potential of Eric Hosmer yet. Um, I, I'm predicting he might have a year where he go 25 homers, 110 RBIs, and, and finish, 
maybe in the top three or top five in MVP voting. I think he's got that kind of talent. Uh, he's starting to realize it a little bit. Uh, this is the, the last year of a two-year deal, and then he's got an arbitration year next year. Uh, and, yeah, you, he certainly wants to increase his value as he gets closer to free agency, but I just think he's going to have a breakout year, a monster year. Another guy who attracts a lot of discussion and, and kind of on the other end of the spectrum, Omar Infante, uh, obviously very much struggled in, in 2015 from an offensive standpoint. Uh, he's had the surgical procedure to address his shoulder here in the offseason, and uh, uh, it certainly appears, and, and we kind of said this or thought this going into the winter, but it, it doesn't appear they're, they're going to supplant him at the second base position. They're, they're still paying him a good deal of money to play it. So uh, going into his age 34 season, what do you think of Omar Infante in 16? Well, I, I talked to Dayton about that and had a story last week that, uh, that the second base job is not his, which was kind of surprising to me. They're going to have pretty much an open competition between him and Christian Cologne and, and possibly even Raul Mondesi, although I think he's, uh, he's the top, one of the top prospects, but I think he's probably at least a year away. But um, I, I just kind of assume with the type of money that they don't owe him yet, uh, which is almost $18 million, that it would just be his job to lose. And and Dayton would not go that far. He said, you know, we're going to play the best man. So uh, a little bit of surprising uh, discussion with Dayton there that, that it's going to be an open competition job. And uh, now Omar is going to be, you know, fully healthy by opening day. Um, I don't think uh, the, the Royal staff has forgotten uh, his contributions in 2014 when you know, he had a career-high RBIs with 66 and had a 924 OPS in the World Series that year. And was really productive and a, a terrific defensive player. He still turns the double play as quickly as, as anyone I've seen outside of Robinson Cano, and and he makes that play, you know, charging in over the mound and you know, kind of a sidearm flip back to first base as good as I've seen anyone make. So, if it is Christian Cologne, you know, there, there's probably an upgrade offensively, but you know, not so much defensively because I still think Omar is is one of the top defensive second basemen around, but. Um, it's going to be an interesting uh, storyline to follow in spring training because uh, uh, it's not going to be his job and he's going to have to fight for it. It's just it's a little hard for me to picture uh, owing a guy that kind of type of money and having him sitting on the bench, but uh, we'll see. Yeah. <clears throat> well, obviously, uh, the, the unfair question would be to ask you, do the Royals repeat uh, in 2016? But I'm not going to do that to you, Jeffrey. It's not fair. Come on, I'll do it. Fair. I'll do it. What do you say? I, I say they... they uh, they win the division again um, and maybe get upset in the playoffs. But I, th- I think they're good enough, especially now with Alex Gordon back. Um, really, they're you know you look at last year's team, you know, uh, minus Zobris and Quito, of course. But before they got those guys, uh, you know, they were whatever 30 games over 500 before they even got those guys. So they were a really good team, and and yeah. they really don't have anyone else not coming back other than Alex Rios and Greg Holland, and they've you know, sort of filled the uh, Greg Holland role with uh, Joaquin Soria. So um, they hopefully can get some production out of Gerard Dyson and either fulfill it for reals in right field. And he's a guy that they think if he gets, you know, 500 at-bats, he's going to probably steal 50 to 60 bases. So you're hoping to get that kind of production. I just don't see a big drop-off. And I, I think this team is, is going to be hungry again to repeat. And I fully expect him to win the division, get back to the playoffs. And then, of course, once you get to the playoffs, it's, anybody's guess because uh, as, as great as last season was, they were six outs away from winter on, in game four of the uh, uh, the LDS in Houston. So you just can't predict yeah. those type of rallies or anything like that. So some hot team could come along and, and upset them. But uh, I think the Royals are going to be the Royals and they're going to be right back at it. 
Yeah, I think that's fair. There's still obviously a, a lot of time up to and through spring training for some movement and shakeups uh, within the AL Central, but uh, uh, no stretch of the imagination to, to predict that the Royals are very much going to be a force to be reckoned with again in 2016. I want to thank Jeffrey Flanagan for joining us to discuss all of that, and thank you all for tuning in. This has been MLB.com Extras, Kansas City Royals edition. MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go. Every night, on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details.